2: Get IXL now and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price.
3: I love it.
0: Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
4: Welcome back, BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksford with you, presented as always by BetMGM. 20 minutes from now, Reed Wallach, BetSided, will join us, talk some NFL, college football, his nets, lightning bets in about 40 minutes. Right now, though, let's dive into some live movement across the NFL and some teaser options <laughs> for week number 10, as everyone here laughs at my idea that the Lions are going on a run. I mean, that, that's –
3: Okay. You just need a quick recap of what happened in the last segment because I don't think any of us have gotten over this. So you made a case for the Lions. We started with Atlanta, which I will buy into. The better win tonight. Lions, you better win on Sunday against the Bears at Soldier Field. And then, near the end of the break, you started making a case for the Packers. Uh,
4: uh, here's, here's what I'm saying. Okay. If you look at the, the standings in the NFC, and I, Joe, I agree. You made a good point. The Giants feel like the team that could fall apart. Second half. Okay. Well, then someone bad has to get in the playoffs. That's the rule. If we take a good team out, a bad team has to go in. I'm just trying to find yes. the best bad team. And which I send, bad I to team you guys, do
5: we trust? Hmm.
4: Yeah, which bad team do I want to flush my money can't away
5: sell, on? Man. I don't None know. Of
3: None of them.
4: None oh, are, the t- the are we going
3: to have a playoffs Are we going to have Tom Brady at home in the playoffs?
4: I think so. Wow. They stink.
3: All of these teams stink. I know,
4: I know.
5: (laughs) That's the point. I mean, (laughs) Aaron Rodgers is out here throwing multiple interceptions. We never see this. I mean, that is a tough one to get
4: behind. Well, but of all the bad teams we discussed, like, at least the packers are supposed to be good like the lions are How really
3: many good. how many will represent the NFC East At
4: least two or two. three I mean I think the oh, giants yeah I mean you made a good point but the giants really they'd have to completely fall apart to not make the
3: playoffs mm-hmm. right And the next two games are very easy but after that it gets challenging Let's see.
4: Yeah, also to to wrap this up before we get to Week 10, um, that Mm -hmm. Eagles undefeated thing could play into this, right? The Giants' last game is against the Eagles. If the Eagles have lost a game and are resting, it's probably the Giants' ticket to still make the playoffs, even if they collapsed. If the Eagles are trying to win the game, perhaps they they lose.
3: I hope we get teased with this because I know that's going to be the number one talking point, getting ready for the playoffs versus – it being beating a divisional opponent to go perfect, but it means nothing if you don't go perfect in the playoffs. Like, yeah, there's a whole lot there. And I'm sure the Eagles front office and Sirianni, it would make their life a lot easier if they did just lose. And it's not something kind of looming there because they seem like an organization that would absolutely rest everybody. We've seen it. We've seen it, right?
4: Totally. Uh, Yeah, but if if they keep going, there's no way they could look that locker room in the face and say, we're not going to try to do this. Like, they'd be forced to go. No
3: way. You can't lose that locker room. They're
4: going to tell JC Kelsey in his last season, we're not trying for a perfect season. Like, no way. No.
3: So they'll go go on the podcast Um, with his brother and tear him up. Yeah,
4: yeah, that's right. His new podcast. All right, let's look at week 10, line movement across the NFL, and we could talk some... Uh, potential teaser options, which, of course, as everyone knows, we've sworn off ten times, and then we kind of come back to them, and we, and we still bet them.
3: Uh, I'm not betting them.
4: <laughs> oh, I haven't. Uh, okay. Paul and I end up on them.
5: You and Paul we are still in. Yeah. For once, I've I stand by my word. I have not gone back. How good was it when teasers were even money before I started betting them? That must have been a beautiful
4: a long time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not great anymore. Um, okay. Yeah. What do, do we want to start line movement? The Bills, when we opened kind of with that earlier in the show, we are, what are we down to now with Buffalo? Three and a half? Is that what's out there? Yeah. Three and a half? Right, I saw MGM. that. Yeah. Ben MGM is three and a half on this Bills number. Mm-hmm. Uncertainty, obviously, with Josh Allen. None of us seem to think he's going to play. Where is this number by kickoff if Allen doesn't play? If it's Keenan.
3: two and a half i'll go two and a half
4: so only one more point so we're kind of there anyway
3: well it, it's he moved a, a solid back every day right it's, it's moved a point every day we started seven and a half six and a half and now we're at three and a half at this point uh the look ahead was nine and a half so we've already moved six points nobody expects josh allen to play right it's just a matter of it being official by the team. And then that, that'll that be the last move. When it's official, then the people that have been waiting will make their move. And I'm sure there are a number of uh, people that know what they're doing that are also waiting for the other side. They're waiting to see how low this number can go. And they're going to have a massive middle to work with. Maybe a touchdown, maybe 7.5 or 6.5. And, and then they'll have Buffalo minus 2 or whatever, whatever the num- number ends up being.
4: Would you bet the Vikings or is that number two? We lost it. We lost lost the
3: number. I'm not interested. Paul, what did we get? Three and a half contest? I believe that was the case. I believe we got three and a half. Yeah. Yeah. And we're already there. So we might get a smaller edge because it's probably going to close at a lower number.
4: I think if you're right and we get two and a half, I think two and a half is kind of interesting for the Bills.
3: I do, too. I agree Keenum's with you. He's not
4: terrible. He's played a lot of football. I mean, that team is loaded around him. And I don't think they could win with Keenum for five weeks, Aaron. But for one week to, to win a close game over the Vikings, I wouldn't be shocked if the, the Bills win that game by three with Keenan playing.
5: Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, I know the Vikings have an impressive record, but I think we all kind of agree. Like, are they really that good? How valid is this? Who have they played? They're in all these close games. Okay, congratulations. That's great. But I think uh, even with Keenum, I think the Bills will be in this game and should win it.
4: Well, you're getting value then. I mean, if it goes under the three, right? If we get to two and, two and a half. Um, other movement we saw in the last day or so, that Giants numbers is coming down of the giants falling apart that is interesting i mean the texans it's a five point number now weren't we at six and a half to start the week or six
3: yeah we were and it was too high and this is just, um a correction that was needed that's that's how i kind of view this the yeah. giants should not have been favored that much over anybody and now they're coming off the bye they, they go away and people could um they're six and two against the spread so you're going to get in a six and two record and their point differential is plus six it was an inflated line so i just i just view this one as a bit of a correction i uh, think of where this was during the summer it was three and the six last week and now okay we're going through some dead dead numbers five and a half and we're at five some places have a four and a half posted so I think I think that's about right. We're gonna probably close somewhere in this range. It's not based of, based off of any news or anything like that. But I just look at you've got Mills on the road. You've got Dayball versus Lovey. Like the Giants should win that game, but it could end up being a closer one than we expect. Mm-hmm.
4: One that we're not getting line movement in, it's just stuck here all week is that Browns Dolphins game. Joe, you brought it up earlier. It's a three and a half. It's been a three and a half all week. We have not gotten to the three. We haven't gone back over it. Three and a half. The Dolphins as the favorite in this game. I like the Browns side. Off a of bye.
3: Hmm. No, yeah, right. Uh this is gonna be interesting. Which coach do you prefer? Stefansky or McDaniel.
4: McDaniel, but Stamansky's been doing it for a while. I mean, he's been doing it for longer. But I do think McDaniel's shown to be really good so far.
1: Price and coverage match limited by state law.
3: So are they, clearly the biggest strength of the Browns is they can run the football. How are the Miami Dolphins? What is their weakness while they haven't been getting many stops uh, lately on that side of the ball? Well, the weakness is through the air. They're 31st in defensive pass DVOA. That's how you really can attack this team. So I, I wonder overall, are they gonna, what are they going to be able to do against that run? Do you have to pass it some with Brissett since it is such a, uh, a soft pass defense. That's something I've been thinking about. Uh, the Browns can't stop the run? Good, because the Dolphins don't run the ball at all. So I'm not even really all that concerned about that. I don't even think Mike Daniels is going to start. He knows what they do well. Right. This, this Dolphins offense, you know, last three weeks, they're number one in the NFL in yards per play at just about seven. For the season, they're number two. They're number two in offensive DVOA. They're number three in EPA per dropback. This is—I I don't know—we talk about the numbers, but it's an elite offense. There's just there's no way around it. That that's what they are, and if they need to score it close to forty, they will score close to forty. Does, does this have shootout written all over it? We've talked about Bears-Lions, right. total 48 and a half. Same, same number here in this matchup. And Cleveland has been an over team this year, 5-2-1 and one to the over. They're going over by six points per game. And, and here comes this offense that I'm calling a lead in the Dolphins. So feels like it should be a higher scoring game.
4: Yeah, I agree. Uh, my first thought was to tease the Browns, but I am worried about the, the shootout, right? If they get uh, a, a score at the end, could take out a teaser range if, if they lose the game by 10. But I, I like the Browns in a high-scoring game. Keep it close. Oh,
5: yeah. Miami's past DVOA 30, ranks 31st.
4: But can yep. Brissett beat them with his arm? That's, that's what uh, I don't know. Yeah,
5: because their rush DVOA is pretty good. seven
3: pretty good but they also haven't faced Cleveland so how good are you going to be yeah. when you're going against the Miles best scared. that's that's yeah. yeah
4: and they've been in shootouts too which led it to lead to passing the ball so you know are they right. being tested on the ground uh I'm not sure about that all right
3: how about that Titans I mean that's pretty key going off the number eight I really like the Broncos getting the field goal on the road, coming off the bye in this specific matchup. I understand the people that say that the Titans are lucky. They're 24th in net yards per play. Their number one uh, red zone touchdown percentage is it going to be Malik Willis? I don't know. Uh, it is a high ankle, and he's missed a couple games now, so it's usually at least a couple of games limited on Wednesday. My first reaction was, oh, there's a decent chance that Tannehill's going to play, but I've seen other people say, no, 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 it's probably going to be Malik Willis. So I'm kind of torn on this one. But, but with the number coming down a little bit, it is, it is suggesting that maybe Willis is going to be out there once we get to Sunday. So
4: for the Titans, here's something to keep an eye on. If, if Tannehill can't go on Sunday, you know their next game is next Thursday night. They play Thursday next week in Green Bay. Ooh. So if Shortly. he doesn't play on Sunday, okay. I doubt he's playing on Thursday. I just if you're not ready Sunday, are you ready the next next Thursday? Like if he's if he's ready to go uh-huh. Sunday, he's probably just gonna play. If he's not ready to go Sunday, was he you know what I mean? Like if he's that close, I, I think there's a chance he misses both these next two games. If he does if we don't see him on Sunday. Like, is he gonna come back on the Thursday in a short week? I don't know. They could give him another week, and then he's got a lot of rest. Got and misses the four games. So that's interesting. As we talk teasers here, teaser options. And I, I, Aaron, I like the side of the Broncos in a teaser. Plus eight and a half. And I a agree. Very low score game.
5: Exactly. If you look at, it's going to be a low total. And you could even still look at the under with this low total. So I like that. I haven't bet any teasers yet. Maybe you can convince no. me tomorrow. But yeah, I, I just still need news on the quarterback situation too.
4: So I, I think my favorite teasers are the Broncos up. And the Seahawks up. Tease the Seahawks to nine. Is there a three-point three point dog against the Bucks yeah. in Germany?
3: Are you including the, the Panthers? No. No.
4: I'm out. Steelers? I would consider that, yeah. That, that's Seahawks. speaking of line movement. That came down. The Steelers came down from two and a half to one and a half. That's an ugly yep. game. Andy Dalton, Kenny Pickett, Dennis Allen. Oh, my God.
3: So that's, that's a game where you go, <laughs> the last, <laughs> last touchdown score will be a, de- a defensive. Oh, side. yeah. Yeah. It's going to end Saint, on a pick six.
4: Isn't St. Steelers the game you're upset every time you look up and it's on red zone? Like, get this off. It Scott won't Hammond.
3: be on red zone. It won't. See, here's the good thing. The, these Caesar options that we're talking about with these low total ugly games, they're not going to be on red zone. When all the games are happening, well, maybe they will force Russell Wilson on us because they always do with primetime. But red—what what what won't be in red zone? Texans, Yeah, this is garbage. Texans, Giants, Saints, Steelers, Broncos, Titans. We might not well, even. So, well. It has to, to be, be
4: on red zone. So, we, so what's what's red zone Sunday?
5: Scott Hanson's gonna be plugging himself again. Do you did you remember the um vows he the the couple that put basically red zone in their wedding vows and he had a clip of it uh, last week like, yeah, every that. week it's a shameless plug for his show and himself. I love it.
3: Uh, the red zone games: Bears, Lions. We just talked about Browns, Dolphins. Yep. Well, uh, Chiefs at Mahomes against Trevor Lawrence, that's going to be awesome. it be great. What else? <laughs> Paul will be
4: locked in watching his Jaguars on the red zone on Sunday. Joe Joe Aaron Oxford, Becky Daily. Reed Wallach is next right here on the Becky Network.
1: Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it.